Generating traffic and sales can be a challenge for online merchants. But selling on the Walmart marketplace puts your products in front of millions of customers who shop on walmart.com. And right now, sellers who join Walmart Marketplace can save up to 50% on referral and fulfillment fees for the first 90 days. So get started today. Head over to marketplace.walmart.com savings. That's marketplace.walmart.com savings. Today's podcast is sponsored by SLI Systems, providers of intelligent site search and navigation solutions. Learn more at sli-systems.com and listen to their interviews at ecommercepodcast.com. Your path to e-commerce success starts right here. You're listening to Practical E-Commerce, the podcast for e-commerce results. Welcome back to another Practical E-Commerce podcast. My name is Brian Getting, and this is a supplemental podcast to our October 2006th issue. Uh, in this podcast, Matt and Amy Moffat, who are the owners of uh, Satellite Radio Superstore, uh, they were profiled in our October 2006 issue as, as part of our monthly website profile. And uh, they also spoke with uh, Mitch Bettis here and sort of were able to outline some of the challenges they've faced and, and also how they've uh, overcome those challenges on their way to... Uh, Hitting around three million dollars in sales this year and uh, growing, growing fast. So I'm going to turn this over to Mitch Bettis and Matt and Amy Moffat from Satellite Radio Superstore. Well, thanks again, Matt. I appreciate your time today, and we're looking forward to learning more about the the online business you run and all the things going on with the Satellite Radio Superstore, and kind of hearing your the genesis of your project there and some of the new additions that you have going on. Yes, sir. Maybe let's begin at the beginning and kind of elaborate on what drew you to this particular type of business. Why did you launch this particular web store? Well, I'd been in the satellite radio business out of college and found myself intrigued by satellite radio. was working in satellite TV business kind of between jobs and had had some experience, little experience in the web world and uh, saw it to be a product of great potential. And I thought it would be something to, to uh, look into. And so I went to a training uh, seminar and uh, learned how to actually sell the product. This is back in uh, 2001, and found that the product a lot of uh, potential and a lot and a lot of push too, a lot of marketing behind it. So we decided to start a web store. Worked diligently in the first few months and found that uh, had a lot more skills that I need to refine uh, in building a website. But we, we started to build a store. We found that uh, the potential started to grow and grow. And uh, so that's really how we kind of started it out. It really started as a home-based business and has grown from there. We just kind of did it as a part-time thing, and then it just kind of grew to be a, a full-time business. You had a learning curve there. How would, have you, how would you have assessed your technical skills, even your just general web skills, at the beginning of your endeavor? And I'm sure that's changed a lot since then. But You know, it has. And actually, when we first started, uh, my skill set in general for me has not changed as much in, as far as web development. When we first started, I started using front page and built a website. Stayed up late nights, you know, just learning how to do different things within front page and uh, looked at other people's websites, saw how they laid out their style sheets or their, setting, their settings, and learned how to build a basic website. As the business grew, I was actually able to hire people who had skills far more advanced than mine, thankfully. And so my web designing is good. Those days are over. 
and I have web designers on staff who uh, weren't really versed as heavily at the beginning, but were willing to learn and have put their nose to the plow and have really learned and advanced their skills over the last couple of years. And so now I have a, a team of guys on staff who've self-taught themselves to be very powerful programmers. How, uh, how many people do you employ now in either a full-time or part-time capacity? Uh, we have 12 employees, and we're looking to go to 15 within the next 30 days. Wow. You'd indicated uh, the revenues for your site are, have grown to uh, somewhere between 2 and a half to $3 million anticipated this year, and that's just for your XM radio site. Is that correct? That is correct. And so you're, and you're in the process of diversifying into probably a similar concept with Cirrus products. Maybe kind of explain how that product is evolving and when your anticipated launch is with them. Well, we've actually launched the website already. We had to start from square one as far as for the uh, search engine optimization, which we do in-house. We had to uh, actually go in and design a site and look at the products that we we're selling in our competition in the space and find out what would work, a combination of search terms and content and building a site and tools to actually educate and help sell the products. The site has launched. It is on, it's been a slow go at first. It's starting to get more and more momentum now. It equates for about 10 to 15% of our, of our sales uh, in respect to our XM sales. And, and that, site, that site is actually in the process of being refined, too. So we built it, went back to it, found out there were some things that did not work as well as we thought that we thought we could take from the XM site. So we're in the refining process with that site, but it's going well on the whole. Do you use a monster commerce store for that site like you do for XM? Yes, we do. We, every store that we build is used with Monster Commerce. It's what, a very powerful platform. What drew you to Monster Commerce? Are there particular features or services that you felt best fit your business model? When we first started, we were looking for carts. I, because I didn't know any HTML at the time, really looking for something that would help me out of the box to be able to build a site that I thought would look professional. And their system offered the best tools with the least amount of knowledge to build a site. And they, they allowed us to take a demo of the store, uh, use the store, and when we, we went through and used it, found the tools to be very user-friendly, um, we just purchased and decided to start with it. We didn't look back from there. So we have 10 stores in total with Monster, um, of which we use a number of those for production and testing. Uh, once we build our stores, then we revert over to a live domain. But uh, we have a few stores that are in full production, and then we have some test stores with them that we use for development. How many stores do you operate that are live at the moment? Uh, currently five. Do you sell products through other channels other than your own monster site? Do you use shopping sites or auction sites or any we other channels? Yes, sir. We just started eBay. We had really been gearing away from eBay for a while, uh, kind of steering away from it. In our industry, the uh, margins can be small at times, and so eBay can really kind of eat into your, your, your margins and your what you're going to make. And we decided to stay away from it, but recently my staff has really encouraged me to look into some tools, and we partnered with a company called Channel Advisor to build an eBay platform, and they have a really good tool set. So we went with their program, and we've done really well, been very successful. kind of wish I actually started doing eBay when I first started based upon the results that we're getting, but it, it's been a, it was a slow go at first. I had to design and build a whole new template and website within eBay's structure. And the sales have been coming more and more as the uh, as the weeks go by. Do you have a a goal for the eBay site endeavor? Do you anticipate it taking a certain percentage of your gross revenues here at some point? 
it's actually taking about an 8 to 10% already of our XM side. That's impressive. It, it's, it's been much more than we thought. And mainly we think that's because of possibly brand recognition, both from XM and Sirius and also our brand name, and also how we position our products and what we sell them for. Um, we anticipated being between 25 and, and 40% of our total sales amount going forward probably within about a year. You mentioned you do your own SEO work in-house. Does that work happen with the web de- development team that you have on staff? Or Tell us about that project. How do you approach SEO, and how does that fit in with your overall marketing scheme? Since the beginning of our business, we've really counted on SEO to get us to the next level. Uh, as you know, it's very expensive to do pay-per-click and to other advertising sources. SEO is a great way organically to lower your, your costs and to really increase your your uh, margins. So we do it in-house with a couple guys here that actually go in to look both at our comp- competition. Um, we understand and read uh, a lot about SEO on blogs and on uh, different resources. And there's a lot of things that we've just learned over time on uh, what Google's looking for. And it's a lot of content, too, when you're building a site. It's really about Google rewards fresh content. They reward you know relevant content. And a lot of what we do, we try to stay relevant and stay fresh, and that does help. With uh, two and a half to three million in anticipated revenue, how many orders does that generally make for your organization? Oh, that's a good question. Um, roughly, on average, uh, there's a lot of peaks and valleys. The low time would be between 50 and 100. On a high peak time, that's per day. And on a high peak time would be between 500 and 1,000. Well, either way, even in any of that peak and valley, that's a significant quantity of paper and product to manage. <laughs> what type of order management tools do you use and and have you used them from the beginning are those new to your business kind of how have you evolved in that part of your business well we use stone edge order manager and we found it to be uh probably it is the hub of our business as far as the cornerstone of what we do we first started everything was manual paper entry you know or hand entry shuffling papers from one person to the other we we had three people originally on staff that were doing a work of about 10 people, but everything was being entered by hand, so it just seemed like a whole lot more work. And we would enter things sometimes four or five different times in the different systems. And as we started to grow, we realized the need to get a system in place that would actually encompass order processing, shipping, fulfillment, order tracking, purchase orders, everything. When we started to research this, we didn't really know what was out there, and there really wasn't a really good solution for us until we found Stone Edge. And we, that was the first system we actually went with based upon their tools. How does it integrate with Monster Commerce? Is there a, a reasonably seamless integration there, or are you having to then do a separate entry into Stone Edge for it to manage all of that fulfillment and packaging components? It is a seamless integration where our orders pass directly from Monster into Stone Edge. We do an import where we literally click a button and all the orders come in to Stone Edge, and then we can then verify address and information in Stone Edge. It's literally it allows us to have almost an unlimited number of websites dump into one central processing system that w- of then we can ship our orders out. It's a it's a it has allowed us to sell not only multi website but it also integrates with eBay, and it allows us to take phone and manual orders as well. As I understand the Stone Edge software a little bit, I understand it does have some scalability with people with different sizes of operations, but in general that front-end investment is around 
between a thousand and fifteen hundred dollars is my recollection, which is a significant investment for any kind of business. Mm-hmm. How kind of return on that investment? How has it altered the way you do business? Have you is there a, a concrete way to say that type of software has impacted my bottom line in a particular number? Well, I can equate that in two ways. One is when we first started, we started using the ver- standard version, and it was around that price, thousand to fifteen hundred. It probably saved me about two to three people in in uh, in wage. I was able to uh, use that money for inventory and other things. Since we've grown more, we've actually written software that integrates on a more deeper level with Stone Edge. We have since invested in the SQL version, which is about five thousand dollars. It was well worth its weight in gold. The system is very robust. So, not only did it work for us, we on the smaller level, but when we grew, we threw more money at it to, to use the, the higher-end version, which is has allowed us to grow even even more. So uh, we find great value in Stone Edge, both from a small business standpoint and then when we grew to be larger and have bigger needs and integrate with other companies, um, we found that it's also equally weighted. Do you inventory your products or do you drop ship them from manufacturers? How do you handle that fulfillment component? We do both, and the beauty of... Um, Stone Edge is it actually allows you to manage both simultaneously. We stock about 90% of the products that we sell in-house. 10% of the products we sell come from multiple distribution points. And so we don't actually ever bring those in. We just are actually, with a click of a button, can drop ship any one of our products if we choose. But the ones that we do drop ship, we just literally click a button and it sends an automated email to that manufacturer or supplier, and then they ship the product on our behalf. Well, you've been uh, doing this for a few years now, and obviously have cornered a pretty successful niche in in what you're doing. There are a lot of e-commerce owners that are just getting into the business, or perhaps are still in that struggle mode, that staying up late at night, sloshing mm-hmm. through front page, <laughs> like <laughs> as as you were talking about earlier. Yes, Do you have any advice for those folks who have waded into this these e-commerce waters about? What direction to take with their site? Um, what could what could you maybe share with someone that, you, that you've learned from your experience looking back? I think a couple things. One is anybody can build a website, and anybody can put a product on the Internet. Anybody can put the lowest price on the product and, and really what we call in the industry be a box mover. What people don't do well and have in, in some sites and some businesses have really lacked it, is they don't provide the support around the specific product that they sell. Not, not just to be a website that has information, but to provide more than just email support or, or going above and beyond what your description of your product is or, or how you support the customer from not just an ordering standpoint, but from returns and, and all the things that make the buying process for customers that much better. The second thing is, I think, focus. I think anybody can sell 5,000 different products, but if you could focus on one specific industry or product and do it really well, you tend to have more impact on your market and your that market segment to the point where you become known as an industry leader or as a standard of where to buy. So if you're in cameras, if you're focusing 100% on cameras and and dissect the cameras and support the cameras and have every accessory for the cameras, you become known as a place to a landing ground for stability within that industry that you're selling.
And that's going to do it for this uh, podcast. Once again, that was Matt and Amy Moffitt, who are the owners of Satellite Radio Superstore. Um, check them out on the October 2006 website profile from Practically Commerce Magazine. And uh, we'd like to thank them very much for uh, taking the time to speak with us.